0: Welcome this fourth Sunday of Lent to Queen Anne Lutheran Church. Wherever you are listening, whatever challenges you might be facing, we invite you into this space, one where you can hear the good news through proclamation spoken and sung, a time where you can be still and know God is God. In today's gospel, Jesus says he will be lifted up on the cross so that those who look to him in faith will live. When we receive the sign of the cross in baptism, that cross, formerly an instrument of torture and death, paradoxically becomes a sign we can look to in faith for healing, for restored relationship to God, for hope when we are dying. For it is a sign of the great lengths to which God will go to reclaim us as God's own. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And also with you.
2: Let your steadfast love come to us, O Lord. Save us as you promised, we will trust your word. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let your steadfast love come to us, O Lord. Save us as you promised, we will trust your word.
3: The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned. But those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, O Christ.
3: Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live." Oh, if only it were so simple. If we could just erect a serpent of bronze, set it on a pole, hold it up, and let sins be forgiven, we would do it in a heartbeat if it were possible. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Just like us, the people of Moses were caught in a wilderness. Theirs may not have been a wilderness of a year-long pandemic, national-international disinformation campaigns, climate change, or homelessness and poverty. But much is the same. Parents worry about the future we are leaving for our children. Elders wonder if things can get much worse. People in both eras wax nostalgically about the good old days and wonder when we can get back to normal, just like it used to be. Sin and self-interest abound 3,000 plus years after this story about Moses and his people. Sooner or later, the truth comes out. At least it did then. We have sinned against the Lord. Moses, bail us out. Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole. And everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. I have no pole to lift before you, no serpent of bronze for you to gaze upon. Oh, if it were only that simple. But the business of sin and forgiveness is not so simple. Ages and ages of the human family have learned and relearned the truth of how difficult and sorrowful our mean and self-centered and thoughtless actions towards one another can be. But we have not learned, and seem unable to learn, just how to use the tools that Jesus has given us to live together, to love one another, and to share with the world the unconditional mercy that Christ has come to share with us. Sin is serious business. Somewhere along the line, God's people discovered that looking at a bronze serpent on a pole just wasn't doing it for them. Maybe that was because, as St. Paul puts it, the more they sinned, the more they assumed grace would abound. So why bother? Or perhaps life got better and they just forgot about their need for even the simplest acts of repentance. But likely the most typical reason that we have fallen back in upon ourselves and put away the serpents and the poles and every other method of redemption is that we are convinced, convinced, that we can be totally self-reliant. Who needs God anyway? By the time God sent Jesus, the world was even more mired in its own sinking sands of sin. It was a situation like ours that no bronze serpent on a pole was going to ameliorate. John reminds us, this was the judgment, that the light came into the world and the people loved darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. The crisis of human sin was so great that it took Jesus all the way to the cross It cost him his life. To make things right again, to refashion life in the way that God had first created life for us to be, Jesus stopped at nothing. That's how great the mercy of Jesus is toward us. That's how great if ever there was a part of Jesus' way of seeing and being in the world, it is this very thing, to offer up oneself in reconciliation, to give oneself over to make things better for others, to die to ourselves that others may have just a little bit of life, This is the call and the cost of discipleship in our own day and time, just like it was in the time of Moses and Jesus. That way of living will cost us too. It is not so simple as hanging a serpent on a pole, waving it around like a magic wand and making everything better. To offer ourselves as Jesus offered himself will mean that something in us needs to die. Something we've long held on to. A grudge, an unpaid debt, a conviction that we were absolutely right. An old prejudice, perhaps one that is so deep and so entrenched that we don't even recognize it as a fault of our own. To be in the world as Jesus was in the world, something in us will have to die. So who is the sibling with whom you need to rebuild a relationship? Who is the coworker who you need to approach with an open mind? Where are the places that the love with which God so loved the world can run through your veins, your words, your courage to make all things new? No question about it, it will cost you. Something will have to die it will not be easy to reconcile in and with the world in which we live breathing the air of mercy for others as christ first breathed it for us is the important necessary countercultural work of the gospel but it is just that it is gospel And it will set us free. Because with Jesus, there is never a death that is not also accompanied by a resurrection. There is never a dying without a rising. There is never a cross without an empty tomb. So just think of it. We get to be the voice of Jesus in the world. We get to be God's agents of mercy. We get to be the ones who reach out to others with our own words, our own actions, our own courageous way of being there for them to make all things new. No bronze serpent, no pole in the desert, no magical thinking. God so loved the world that God gave the only son to do this work. And now, God so loves the world that he gives us. Yes, us. Breathe in. Breathe out. The mercy of the crucified and risen Christ is all around us. And now God is asking us to die to ourselves and be alive for others, to breathe the living breath of Christ's mercy into a world that is just gasping for fresh new air.
4: Relying on the promises of God, we pray boldly for the church, the world, and all in need. You sent your son that the world might be saved through him. Inspire the witness of the church throughout the world. Empower missionaries, Bible translators, and ministries of service in your name bless our partners in ministry our elca global partner churches and young adults in global mission lord in your mercy Hear our from east to west your steadfast love is shown nourish seas and deserts wilderness areas and cities give water to thirsty lands Nurture spring growth that feeds hungry creatures. Bless farmers as they prepare for the growing season. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. You sustained your people in the wilderness. Give courage to all who lead in times of crisis and scarce resources. Prosper the work of those who aid victims of famine and drought. Bring peace in places where scarce resources cause violence. Lord, in your mercy. Your mercy endures forever. Deliver all who cry to you, especially those who are hungry or without homes. Give life in places where death seems triumphant. Give healing to those who are sick and comfort to those who mourn. Lord, in your mercy. Hear. By grace we have been saved. Fill this congregation to overflowing with that grace, that we show mercy to others. Nourish any in our midst who are hungry, especially children, and bless our ministries of feeding and shelter. Give us patience and courage when the way seems long. Lord, in your mercy.
1: Hear our prayer.
4: For whom or what else do the people of God pray? Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We await the day of Christ's coming in glory. Lead us by the example of all the saints whom you have called to take up their cross and follow you, that together we may find our lives in you. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We entrust ourselves and all our prayers to you, O faithful God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord,
0: remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We thank you for joining us for this service. If you would like to hear other services or access the newest edition of The Quill, our newsletter, we invite you to go to our website at queenannelutheran.org. Receive now the blessing.
2: Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and
0: preserve you. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.